rolling? We are rolling. Bum Podcast. Bum Podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. So, hello, everybody. What it do? What it do, what it do. So, we are going to um, step into a controversial issue here. Is it controversial? No, it ain't controversial. It depends on who you are. I mean, I guess. It ain't controversial for me. It might have been controversial before, but it shouldn't be now. Oh, uh, it shouldn't be. It, 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 it's not controversial for me because you're at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, this past week, we've had a lot of um, press, a lot of stuff in the news talking about COVID-19 mm-hmm. and college and how students are returning to college or not returning to college based upon the outbreak. And, and you felt the need to share all of it. I felt the need to share all of it. All yesterday. of it. Every single article, every, every single anything. Every, every article, day, every telling me meme. something about people at school. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's interestingly enough, because uh, Teague goes to Hampton and- Hampton was one of the few schools um, that I know of in um, the region, in their region, that right. actually opted not to mm-hmm. allow students back on campus. Yeah, because I think, I know ODU went back, right? Yeah, ODU went back. Did NSU I think, go back? I think Norfolk State went back. Um, yeah. I think they did. I know uh, NCAT went back. Uh, <laughs> NCAT, oh, yeah, NCAT did go they back, back in, in a big major way. way. <laughs> yeah, they did. I think Virginia State had a mixture of going back, not going back. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure about um, VCU or um, yeah, yeah, I think but, VCU so. But you know, know. It, it's been a mixture, and so uh, it's it's interesting because in in your mind, for me, for me, when I first when I first heard that Hampton wasn't going back, I was kind of I was I was happy. I yeah. mean, and not necessarily happy. I mean, I guess I should have been happy. That I got to spend more time with you, but that definitely was not it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was happy because um, of the prospect of you going to college and then continuing to have to come home. Because knowing that in the fall, well, at the time, you had a couple of DJ gigs back here. And so, right, right. You, so it's not the whole back and forth. Yeah, it was that, that whole back and forth on. thing that would have been going on. Um, at least one of the one of the gigs has been canceled. And so right. um, that would have rectified it. But you have another one that's coming up um, that has not been canceled yet. And so even looking at what it would look like for you to go back to school and then have to keep coming back into our, our house um, once you left. And so when Hampton decided that they were going to forego students coming back on campus for, this, for the fall, I thought it was a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, and you had a mixed boat. Um, you know, I've heard pa- parents talk both ways about it. Um, but you had a mixed boat of people who thought it was a wise decision and people who thought it wasn't a wise, wise decision. And we'll get into that in a, in, in a, in a couple of minutes. But um, I, I just thought it was a wise decision for them to do it, and it was a risky decision to take because it's, it, it's one that uh, will cost them money in the long run. But I would hope that the reason why they did it is because they chose safety mm-hmm. over um, over finances. Um, and so what, what's your thought it's about probably that? probably a mix of both. Say what? Probably, it's mix, probably mix of both. No, Hampton. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, I feel like it was a good call. I was I was caught in between the two ideas almost. The idea of actually going to school in the fall and then the idea of staying home. Because on the one hand, like I definitely knew look it was it was apparent that it wasn't necessarily the safest thing to do mm-hmm. to go back to school in the midst of everything that's going on, the whole pandemic, COVID and all that. And just knowing the culture of school and what school is really like. Right. School is very community oriented mm-hmm. on um, college. And so 
even in thinking about because I was kind of excited to go back because I missed like oh, yeah, so much in the spring. Right, I missed the whole semester pretty much, and so it's like wow, people are gonna be different. Like th- things will just have changed. We get to see these people we haven't seen in a while, and then when you get down to the crux of it, that's the very problem with actually going back. And it's funny because I was gonna, that, that was gonna be the next thing that I was gonna I was gonna launch into because. Um, we were talking the other day, mm-hmm. and I asked you, how did your friends feel about not going back to school? Which I will say, some people might have wanted to go back, because some people just don't learn very well online. Some people need to be, like, they need face-to-face mm-hmm. to really get that full experience to understand and to learn. I'm not one of those people. That's not why I was excited. I of course, I wasn't... Whatever. <laughs> but I wasn't... I wasn't excited like, oh, I'm about to go out, I'm about to party and all of this and that because I'm not necessarily one of those people. Um, But because I still know it's a pandemic and everything, but I still like the few people that you want to see. Um, It's kind of what I was battling with. But, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, I still think it was a good call. Um, But, yeah, I mean, but that's why, but that's why, because when I said something to you, and you gave me your answer. My question was, I mean, so is it because they want to go to class or because they want to get together with friends? Yeah, for the most part, it's probably getting together. And 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 and, and to which I replied, then therein, therein lies the issue. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what I want to discuss because, again, I, we have to understand as parents, and I do fully understand this, uh, that this is a time for our young to go out and begin to really experience their own life and spread their wings and get to try new things right. and and not all of it bad. And 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 so this is their time. And their time has literally been cut short. If you'd have told me um in twenty eighteen that my son would have spent all of the bulk of twenty twenty right. at home with me, I'd have been like, You're lying. It's there be, ain't no way in the world. And they're talking about us not going back to March. Are they talking about not going back to March? Oh my God! Yes. So yeah, so it's going to be like a full year, full year. Right, it'll be a full year, and so and, and so it's 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 uh it's bad, it's bad, it's bad because again, this is their time, and this is their time to really shine, and so I, I, that's why I want to launch into it because um when in the last article that I shared with you is the one that talked about the number of schools that were actually pulling back on allowing mm-hmm. excuse me their students to go on campus now. I, I, the activities that these kids have been participating in weren't necessarily the, the whole list. They were throwing ragers, yeah. But but nonetheless, um, the number of students who have gone back to school and not really kept in mind that we're in the middle mm-hmm. of a pandemic. And it wasn't bad enough that they were just going and going to these parties that had hundreds of students. They were going to these parties that had hundreds of students and they posting didn't, they, they're posting about it. They weren't wearing masks. They were right. drinking. They were just out having a good time as if, Nothing was happening. Nothing was happening and nothing's changed. And um that that's the problem. That's the problematic part about it. And so it's 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 almost like, you know, you're caught between two things. It's, you're caught between really wanting your students to go back on campus and experience life and experience other students and at the same time wanting them to understand that you have to be careful and you have you have to you know do everything the same thing you were doing it when you were at home you need the social distance you need to wear a mask right. you need to you know um hand sanitizer needs to be lotion to you and you know and that, <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff wash your hands with soap and water sing the song while you're washing your hand for 20 seconds all that kind of stuff does not go away but unfortunately once the students hit the campuses it actually it went away i mean like overnight 
And and that's um, for me that that was one of the forward thinking things for your school that they did that kind of warded off of that. But students are doing what they do. I really think, like at the end of the day, it's one of those battles of ideal versus real. Yeah, like the ideal situation is this is a time where you're supposed to be kind of getting out, understanding the world, building connections, networking. Uh, just all that spreading your wings. Mm-hmm. And so ideally, that's what we would be doing as college students. But then the reality is it's a pandemic. There's things going you, you on. Can't. And and that and that's that's the that's the thing. And I mean and, and aside from the people who think it's a hoax, I mean I, for them I would just say, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? If it's a hoax yeah. and you're doing what it's gonna do to keep you safe, are you worse off? If it's not a hoax and you're not doing what you're supposed to do, will you be worse off? So for me, I'm masking it up. I could care less if, it's, less if it's a hoax or not. I customize my mask. I wear them anywhere. I accessorize. So that's not the issue. But um, the sobering thought to that is, um, and, I, and I have, like I told you um, before, I've got the students in, interns. And the one thing I remind them is, if they intubate you because of COVID-19, you have seen your parents. If you don't survive, you pretty much seen your parents for the last time. Is that party worth it? And so um, that's that's the overriding thought for me. It's like, is it worth it understanding what the worst case scenario could be? And so uh, I don't, I don't want to belabor that point and talk about, you know, one of the things the schools are doing is now they're suspending kids. If they find out you, you know, you've been to these parties, if you've thrown these parties, if you um, have all these unsafe practices, they're suspending kids. There's even some schools that were talking about expelling students as well. Right, right. And so, I mean, you know, and, and, and honestly, you know what? They should. They should because, I mean, what they're doing is. Um, it's detrimental to the community as it's, a whole. It's, it's, it's detrimental to the community as a whole. And so, but. I don't, I don't know how to um, help students. And it, I, I, you know what? It's funny. When I think about the layers to this, like I was going to say, I don't know how to help students to understand that they, they have to create a better way. Um, I, I, there was a, a, a project that, um, and I don't know the project name, so I can't plug it, but it was a, a, a recent college grad who developed a concept. It was college in a bubble. And mm-hmm. so he had um, gone to ho- hotels in several towns, and set up relationships with them. And so what they were allowing students to do was they were allowing students to enter this bubble, um, test and enter this bubble, and go to class online, but do it in a learning community with other students. And so it, it would be like, say, for instance, um, if, for our region, it would be a hotel that could have been at Virginia Beach or, you know, could have been in Richmond, could have been anywhere, but a hotel where students, say, from, you know, NSU and um, VCU and VSU and Hampton and all the o- ODU. Huh? Like they're integrated? Right. They just, I mean, they decide that it's, I'm not going to stay at home. I'm going to go to this hotel. And it's, this hotel is going to be inside of a bubble. And so people are going to test to come in and they're going to stay in and they're going to maintain social distancing. They'll do some community activities inside the hotel. They'll have like cafes set up. You can do studying, you know, you can do, you can study in your room online, but then they'll have like a lecture series where students can participate in a lecture series. And so it was like, because what this student was saying, I think it was smart. He was saying that, I mean, even though people are suffering from the pandemic, they also suffer from their mental health because now you're actually being shut down and can't do anything else. But then you have to ask yourself the question is like, will the students abide by the bubble? You know what I'm saying? And it's interesting because 
you're well at least I'm seeing a lot of that with like the sports and things like that how we have the playoffs going on right now mm-hmm. in the bubble they've created a bubble even with I was watching a video um this guy was going through he just got drafted to the what, the Cowboys the Colts one or the other and he was basically just showing what it's like practicing in the bubble or getting ready for the season in the bubble and how they have things divided they're eating at different tables mm-hmm. and so finding a way to kind of do the things that we were doing before, but in a different way, um, but just adapting to the situation at hand. And, 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 and I think that that's the smart thing to do. That's, 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 those are the people who are ahead of the curve. Right. And so you have to ask yourself, like, how can I prepare my college student to think this way? Mm-hmm. Or how can I get my college student to think this way? Because going, try, trying to go back to the old way things were done is detrimental to everyone. And all it's going to do is make matters worse. You can look at how cities opened up and closed back down mm-hmm. or opened up and suffered mightily because they opened up too soon. They didn't put the safe precautions in place, and there was a rampant spread of uh, COVID-19. And so the, the thing is, understanding that colleges are opening up with mixed online and in-person classes, but students are going there, and they're going back to business as usual, and it's actually making things worse. And so... What do you think can be said or done that could kind of, you know? I would say, um, segueing into what you asked me. Okay. <laughs> it Just going throughout this whole process, this whole pandemic, and seeing how things have been has really, I guess, opened my eyes to how things were before and how kind of community-oriented we were before with um, – just the way that the country was run or the way that things happen in different areas, how often we interact and how often we're around each other and things like that. I didn't really realize how much community involvement or how, how much things were centered around the community before we were in a situation where we couldn't really be mm-hmm. a part of the community the way we were before. And so that was just an interesting take, I guess, an interesting thing to see. But um, segueing into like, how do you... What's your question again? Yeah, so how so so what can be done or what can be said or you know what can be shared to help students to transition understanding that okay, so for your best for your best interest, we want you to get back in the community. But how do we help you to enter into community safe safely? Because what colleges are doing now and I don't know that if it's for the sake of getting back in the community as it is um as much as it is for the sake of making sure we maintain our revenue stream. Um, but that's that's not for me to debate. But you have colleges who are opening up business as usual, but they're saying they're putting these safe practices in place. But you really can't control the student. So, My, go ahead. I think that's just hard. That's just a, that's something hard to deal with because I feel like for the majority of it, it's less of an understanding problem, and it's more of a it's more of a character thing. Mm. It's more of a paradigm of mm. the country. I'll say, like and it's even shown to be apparent how the United States is faring with COVID and all of this compared to other countries because we've had such this um and I can't even remember I've seen things about it but basically there's such a oh I don't want to say selfishness it's, it's it. the self-interest. I'm I mean that, that's what it is. Yeah. People will rather be um they don't want to be inconvenienced personally inconvenience for the sake of others and i think that's kind of a paradigm that we have uh, a paradigm of self-interest mm-hmm. and so that's 
almost deeply rooted into um, society. Not saying that everybody acts in this way consistently or all the time, but just the way in which things are produced or shown in media and things like that. It's a lot of worried about your own self-interest. And so that's a reason why we've struggled so heavily. And so it really comes down to a character thing. Your character will help you decide, even though I want to do this, is it the right thing to do? Even though I can go out, should I be going out? How is this affecting other people? Like, like how, is it, how is this infect, inf, How is this affecting not just myself, but the people around me, the other people I care about and things like that? And so it really takes just, I don't know, like, but we want to, it, it's really just a paradigm because we want to be in community for our benefit of being in community. And we, we have to shift that thinking to, in us wanting to be a part of the community, we have to take care of the community we want to be a part of. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like what you just said. In order for us to be a part of the community, we have to take care of the community we want to be a part of. Right. So, so in actuality, then, what you're saying, for, I mean, one of the things I hear you saying is the young man who created the bubbles for campus mm-hmm. was actually making a step in the right direction. Right. So it's like you have to find a way to, like, life, uh, at a certain point, life has to go on. Right. Correct. Like, the way that people were almost under a rock in the house for weeks without going out, things like that that can only last for so long. So life has to find a way to go on. The thing is we have to find a way for life to go on safely. And so things like 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 the bubbles, like for um, the NBA and things like that, or like the bubbles for school, developing things like that, finding a way to, to move on and to adapt and to go on so that we can have, we can make the most of these experiences while still having them being safe experiences. So, so let me ask you a question. Just, uh, the, the, the thing that just popped in my head was like learning pods. And they talk. Mm-hmm. They typically talk about learning pods when they talk K-12 schools. Right. Um, but um, could it be a, a situation where, say for instance, you have a, a few friends that you go to school with or you go to school a few people that you call friends mm-hmm. that you stay in contact with. Could it be something like maybe you all get a place together Um. Well, I mean, you, 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 you. Um, that worked perfectly fine for me. Whatever, man. So, mm-hmm. but you, you, I mean, because first of all, you'd have to trust that they are going to right. quarantine for 14 days, because this is the way I look at going into a bubble. Like, you quarantine for 14 days, you test, and you go in. That's right. What, uh, you well, yeah, well, yeah. And then, and then, so, and in that environment, but then it has to be a self contained environment, right. which means that, so we're not going to be um, introducing other people into our learning pod without them going through the same process we went through to get in this pod. And so um, with that being said, like because not only are people looking out for their own self-interest, people want immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. And so... Cause that's like, another I, big problem. Yeah, that's because, you know, it, what just popped into my head was the um, the guy, the, the uh, cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks. Remember I sent you the article on the cornerback right. for Seattle? I mean, this guy was not drafted. He was able to get him a position on the team but he didn't want to keep the bubble safe. He invited somebody into the bubble. The same thing happened with somebody in the NBA. And so, I mean, yeah, it's, this is a, a strange time. Right. It's really, you have to be concerned for the community as well. I think the idea that you're opposing um, 
about kind of forming bubbles, I definitely think that could work, especially with um, a lot of schools being online right now. Mm -hmm. And so finding a way to create, like you can have that learning experience but still have that community experience at the same time. You just have to, everybody has to be concerned for the safety of others. Right. So if you you guys are able to form a bubble and really be responsible – and looking for the other person, like, I'm not going to endanger other people for my own self-interest. Right. Then it's perfectly, I would even say it's reasonable. It makes sense. Um, you Finding that balance of the mental health, the sense of community, and the safety, the education, all of that, that could truly work, but only if everybody is invested in it for the safety of the community and the betterment of the community um, and not just themselves. So what we need to look at. We might need to start look at look at forming a bubble for you, um, as a hey, as a pilot program, just to figure out. I mean, because because as your father, again, I mean, I'm cool that you're here. I mean, I think I'm cool that you're here, but I'd rather you be gone because yeah. I mean, I, I can't say being home stunts your growth, but it does because right. it's it's building you up on a false paradigm because this is not going to be the rest of your life. And what you really need to be creating, not just you. But all people your age need to be creating is what will my life look like if this pandemic continues for the rest of my life? Because I know we watch these these movies where it's like people are going on the ground mm-hmm. because, I mean. Things adapt. Th- yeah, things adapt. And so it's how do you adapt to a real live situation um, while being quarantined? Right. You know, so. It's, it's kind of you're isolating yourself from the situation to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, I, I, hey, I'm, I feel bad for the people who are, I mean, well, the schools who are suffering because these kids don't know how to, these young adults don't know how to behave. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get off to the colleges. But it's what is expected. Like, again, I was happy because you didn't go back to Hampton because I knew, not that you, like I said, not that you're a partier, but the reason why you go to college is for community. Right. And so the first thing kids are going to do when they get on campus is find community. It was even... Like, even when I was thinking about it before they made the announcement about us actually doing online for the fall semester, even just the way that the community of, like, my school specifically, because I know my school, um, but it it probably could relate to other schools as well. Just the way that it's set up, it's set up in, I guess, the idea of community. So we have things like curfew and things like that. And so, like, a big part of the culture for my school was having curfew freshman year for that beginning is you see like that mass exodus. You see everybody heading mm-hmm, back to the dorms mm-hmm, at the same mm-hmm. time. And so that's something that like everybody that goes there can recall. Everybody trying to make it back in time for curfew. And you just think about large groups. Everybody large group, trying yep, to get yep, to yep. one place at the same time. And so it's even just simple, small things like that where you can you can put all these precautionary things out but it, it's hard to really be on top of it everywhere because right. small things make large impact. And, and not to mention, honestly, I mean, as mature as y'all may or may not be at this point in your life, you're driven by a different type of emotion. Mm-hmm. And so, again, like when I, when I told my, my former interns, like, you do realize they intubate you, you may never see your parents again. That was like an eye-opening experience for them. However, that's a reality. And so, because at your ages, you 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 don't you don't think you're as vulnerable. Um, you don't think to to follow that out that that thought process out. Go ahead. 
I just think because I saw, um, I was reading a conversation because I like, I um, sometimes I go out of my way to see different like communities or sub communities within our society and see what they talk about or how they experience things that shared experiences, what viewpoint they have on it. And so I was on like this page of people that had um, basically people that dealt with hospitals a lot, people that maybe had certain disorders mm-hmm. or they had certain um, things just going on bodily that they found themselves. They um, oftentimes had to go in for surgeries or things like that. And how those people were just talking about as someone that's really been in that position, having to be in and out of hospitals and things like that, you understand that your body can be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Your body isn't on 100 all the time. Like You're vulnerable to things. And you understand that everything's not a perfect situation. Uh, a perfect situation when you're in hospitals. It's not ideal, things like that, whereas people that have never had that experience, they don't understand Like your body really can go down. Right. Like, you may go to the hospital, but the hospital isn't an ideal place to be. You're not happy to be there. Um, it's like things go wrong there as well. And so just from not having that experience, for some people, like, it's hard to view yourself yeah, you as yeah. being susceptible to um, something such as a pandemic. Right. And that's why I always try to get that reality check. And, I mean, it's like, prayerfully, it doesn't happen to mm-hmm. you, but just realize it can. Right. And if it can, what would it affect? And so if most people would just keep that in mind, like, oh, you know what? The worst case scenario can't happen to me. And if the worst case scenario happens to me, how would it affect my life? How would it affect the people around me? I think it might cause people to be a little more cautious. But at the end of the day, if you're going to send kids to school, they're going to do what they do. And mm-hmm. it, because school's all about community. And so um, not everybody's going to party 100%. But I feel like because I feel like the vast majority wouldn't. But I mean, even in the article you're talking about with the polls. Like, a kid put out a poll on Twitter, who's going to parties, who's not partying? And it was like 600-something people were saying no. But those 130 people that said yes. Are the ones that are going to be eating the calf with you, going right, to exactly. be riding on public transit? As a matter of fact, it was another article, and I don't know if I shared this article with you, but it was a young lady who was just saying she can't do it anymore. She was a freshman. Mm-hmm. And as a freshman, she was able to move into the dormitory. She was in um, honors dormitory. And at most, she was around six or seven people when they went out to get something to eat. She wore masks everywhere she went, except for when she was eating or drinking. And at the end of the day, I mean, it was like, it wasn't even like a weekend, I don't believe. And she was, she tested positive for COVID. And the funny thing was, they think that it may have come from when she had gone to the hospital a week before. But think about everybody that she was around right. that, you know, that, that, that actually now become, you know, a part of that contact group. Right. And so, um, yeah, it's just it's 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 a lot to deal with. So it's at the end of the situation. day, at the end of the day, I mean, it um, we are in 2020. Mm-hmm. COVID 19 is here. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere soon, and we have to get on with our lives. And the question is, how do we get on with our lives safely or safer, um, especially for college students? How do we how do we get college students back to the learning environments and the community that they're accustomed to? that they want to be in, but to do it safely so that they won't be um, fall victim to COVID-19 or they won't get it and sit, you know, bring it home to their parents. So, Clarence T. Brown. Stop the spread. Say, yeah, yeah, stop the spread. Clarence T. Brown. Clarence T. Brown the third. Yeah, Bum Podcast. Mm-hmm. Holla. Holla. Holla.